Okay, welcome to the Never Iron Anything Comics Review Podcast. This week we're going to move into a bit more of a modern indie area from something we've been, uh, from what we've been looking at otherwise. Um, here to be your guide is the Bard of Brat- Brotty, the Bard of Brotty Ferry, comics creator and podcaster, Mr. Tom Stewart. Hey, Dan, buddy. Not too bad at all, mate. You almost said Brotty. I know, I was, I was, I was uh, like, oh, he's, he's so close. <laughs> I only did it to, to wind my cup. That'll be the reason. It's, <laughs> oh, it's actually Brotty Ferry. <laughs> 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 I'll miss him. I'm going to text him after the show. Yeah, good. And then, um, he, then he would maniacally laugh like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, been catastrophizing all week, um, which we'll talk about in a minute. But before we do, are you busy? Are you reading much at the moment, dude? I'm trying to <clears throat> just keep reading as much as I, I can. Um, I read our, our current book again for like the fourth time or something like mm. that. Um, but I've been reading on the. Reading on the bus to and from work every day, just trying to get something in. Do you um, sit at the back of the bus because you get a longer ride for your money? That's what I tend to do. So. <laughs> the funny thing is I do actually <laughs> sit quite close to the back. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I read um, Give Me Liberty for the first time ever. Oh, you messaged me. Amazing. How good. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. That was amazing. Um, absolutely loved that. Um, but yeah, just been trying to fit in. I just you know, pick a pick a random one, and then just take it on the bus with me. Yeah, I like doing see that. It, see if I yeah. can get through it, sort of thing. Yeah, I got a couple of long yeah. boxes of like comics I bought at Comic Mart, so I've maybe got round to. So I'll be reading mm. a random issue of Mister Monster, and then I'll read a random issue of House of Mystery or something like that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I like, yeah. quite like that. Yeah, I, it keeps I, I, it fresh. Yeah, I did a bit of a I did a bit of a clear out recently, and sort of sorted out some of the shelves and just picked out stuff that I maybe had read but couldn't remember and stuff, and I've put them in a separate pile to read like now. And if they're not as good or whatever, then I'm just passing them on. Okay. So I've I've yeah, got yeah. like a, what I'm calling the immediate to read pile that's going down bit by bit. So yeah, trying to that's get, get through as much of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find um I'm keeping like a record of my yearly read. Um, oh, you st- are you doing that again this year? Yeah, I started it in October, so I've done it for a month at a time, but I thought I'm going oh, nice. to do it for a year. And it's a bit of a weird one, because I've moved into reading more, more online now, and I do read the odd web comic, but mostly it tends to be people I've, I follow on Patreon or uh-huh. um, Instagram-type stuff, you know? All right, okay. Um, yeah, so it's the odd thing. Are you reading Ben yeah. Morris? He's back to what yeah. we mean by yesterday, is, it? is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. <clears throat> I've been... Um... I haven't kept up with it as much as I did previously. Right. And I don't know if that's just because of how long he took off with it. Yeah. Or, I don't know, the the the, the kids that he's writing about just now, I'm just not as taken with it. But I am still I am still looking at it every day. It's still coming up at the very top, so I'm obviously engaging yeah, with it every, every day. Yeah, I'm kind of dependent yeah. on the algorithm realising I want to watch it or read it. Yeah. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because we, we spent all those laborious long fucking days with that previous character with the mullet you yep. know um, becoming a true man and then he gets <laughs> he gets mugged off in the first couple of episodes isn't he you yeah know? and like a weird daydream thing that was like what yeah um yeah and <clears throat> i don't know uh, I, I i i was a big fan of him doing it with just pen and paper and now he's mm. doing it on like computer and stuff as well oh is he oh okay yeah <laughs> to be, he was just like oh i understand why he's doing it it just makes it quicker for him yeah um and also he, he kind of gets to neaten up a little bit if there's things that annoy him but 
I like that rushed nature about it. Yeah, it looks a bit cleaner, doesn't it now? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, okay. that, it's that. It's that whole old punk in me being like, "You sold out, man. You've cleaned it up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's too. It's too corporate." That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's not the fancy though, graphics way. Or the, even though it is really, let's face it. Yeah, you know. even though it's, it is literally just uh, four panels on Instagram, one of the biggest social media <laughs> things know, ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, Collecting all your man. personal data. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you read Paul Rainey's new book? Uh, no, I followed along with that when he was doing it on Instagram, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Um, no, I haven't read it like, yet. No. Like, why Don't You Love Me? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when he was posting up um his pages uh every sunday at that point and saying like oh it's an aces weekly or whatever um but we're like so many weeks behind i was following along that way so i had it on on twitter and instagram just um following it that way and it it was tremendous Uh, it was really really good i really enjoyed following along with it that way i keep meaning to go and get it as well because i actually i genuinely said to paul rainey at that point like i am getting this when it comes out and i've still not fucking got it (laughs) (laughs) it was funny actually because i was reading him in viz today so he's in the new viz Mm -hmm. he does a story about ricky gervais Oh like, yeah, he yeah. talks to the animals. <laughs> yeah, there's there's one in it. The one that today is he goes into a shop and he says, "I'd like some hot cross buns," and they said, "Well, we're really low on hot cross buns stock. You can only buy it if you're a Catholic." And he's like, he's 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 conflicted, you know. And he says, "No, I'm definitely a Catholic." And someone walks in and goes, "Are you Ricky Gervais, the famous atheist?" <laughs> yeah, it's like this, and they send the, the cock will crow three times, and you will you will you'll claim you know you'll turn your back on atheism, and the uh, cock crows. You know, it's a bit like that. It's a bit mad. But it's all right. <laughs> I mean, I've got a page of his from Viz, which is like, do you remember like there used to be like thingy men and motors, and it would be women sitting mm-hmm. there like yep. like trying to encourage people to ring in so they can talk to them while they jumped up yeah. and down on television. <laughs> You know, the old classic, you know, men are all wankers, women take advantage kind of story. And I think he did one about that. I've got it somewhere in my art case. I must dig it out, actually. Yeah. Men and motors. Oh, my God. You're taking me back now. That station was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh I remember God. a mate of mine used to work in, I think it was in Soho when he was there, and the floor below them was, I'm going to say, is it Babe Station? Is that the name of oh, it? Oh, yeah. yeah and he right. said, but all the girls in Babe Station, he said they all smoked. So everyone in his office took up smoking so they could go and chat to them when they're in dressing gowns <laughs> in the car park. Yeah. Babe station. Babe station. Holy shit. Yeah. I think I think men in motors at that time changed to like the the lads that had like the kind of fast and furious type cars. I think it was called like oh, I can't even remember what it was called. It was something like Max. it wasn't Maxim, but it was something like that. It changed oh, to right. that yeah, after yeah. a while. And then that lost lost there after everybody was like, oh, we'll watch these fucking Neds going about in cars. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want the women jumping up and down. Where yeah, I want, I want live TV when they used to have the news bunny. Do you remember that? Yeah. You're a bit younger. Yes! Yeah. That was amazing. And then they'd have like topless prehistoric darts. That was another yep. thing they have. <laughs> yeah. And then they had small oh, people yeah. doing the weather and they yep. did it on a trampoline so they could point at that Dundee. Was... That was it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was um, that was basically how Channel Five started as well. <laughs> was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some fucking story that I've heard about three people tell where they got in the lift and there was a couple of the blokes who did the weather asked them to press the button for them. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I think I heard Derm and O'Leary tell it at one point, and I thought well, my mate told me that about four years ago. I don't know who's yep. nicking a story. 
Right, so we have got a book today to talk about. Um, we've got a bit, as, as we are like, want to whenever we ha- we're lucky enough to have you on the show, my friend, we go a little bit indie, don't we? A little bit fantagraphic. Mm-hmm. So did you want to say what the book is you've chosen for us to talk about today? Uh, I chose my favourite book of last year, which was Keeping Two by Jordan Crane from Fantagraphics. Great stuff, man. Now, this is a book that also made my top ten list that I did. Um mm-hmm. And it's, but it's a book that I'd seen, and you said to me, "Why haven't you read it yet?" <laughs> and I ended up, I ended up buying it and think it was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I have to say, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, did you want to give just a two-line summary of what you think it's about? It's a difficult one, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, um, I would say, in a nutshell, it is about memory, love, life, and loss. Definitely, um, and and kind of everything in between those 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 little bits that happen in between. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I like that. Yeah, and it very much is, isn't it? It's a very I'm doing you know air quotes a real comic, isn't it? You know, it's about the real world yeah. in a way, but yeah, does wander in and out of both dream and fiction in a strange mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah, well, was this your first um, exposure to Jordan? It was, yeah, it was. And me, yeah. I had seen, um, I'd seen just a a flash of a a, a panel on um, Instagram. I think I want to say it was Noah Van Skyver, but it might have not been. But somebody had taken a photograph of um, one of the panels from the book who had been given like an advanced copy or something. Okay. And I, I, I just looked at it and thought, where the what? Where does that come from? It was just, it was lovely. You know, you know the kind of stuff that I I like with, yeah. with Seth and everything as well. And yeah. it was just that kind of line that I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And then following, you know, you do the, the usual, you just follow the links from there and you stumble across all this different artwork. And before you know it, it's like, oh, by the way, he's got a book coming out. Um, And it just started popping up in and around sort of gosh and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and it was at at the time when we were in London as well. So I Uh, I think if I I think if I remember rightly, I did pick it up from from gosh when we were down there. Did you get it when you were going to that gig in London that time? When I didn't, I failed to meet you. Was that the time? Yeah, when we went to see Arba. Yeah, I wasn't going (laughs) to say that. I was going to keep it like you were seeing something like punk band or something. But you, you nah, fuck that. No, I'm, 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 I am uncool. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I, I, I fully get behind Huey Lewis in the news and it's hip to be square mate <laughs> it was Mind, they're making Abba. a few quid out of it I think aren't they they're doing alright yeah, out of it aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, you, should, you should see it it's mad yeah. Um, but yeah so it was, yes it was when I was away seeing Abba being the uncoolest person in the world um, <laughs> and then I'm up buying it and loving it I have to say now it's a yeah. weird one isn't it because it's <sighs> It's easy to mistake certain elements of it, which we will be mm-hmm. careful about spoiling in this, yes. I think. But it's ostensibly about two couples, um, mm-hmm. one real and one who are who leap out the pages of a book that the, of the female in the first couple is reading. Yes. Now, I didn't notice that book thing on my first read, I'll be honest with you. Um, Did you not? No, weirdly. I don't know why. It just, okay. I'm, I was kicking myself on the second read. I just thought it was two parallel couples that kind of knew each other. Right, um, okay. Or the first couple kind of knew of them. Um, right. But 
it's hard, it's it's a really difficult one to talk about, isn't it? So, um, the fir- <laughs> the first couple um, get home after a, a, a car journey that has been fraught with arguments, um, yes, uh, like quite vicious real arguments. I think Crane says um, were based on a number of arguments he has had with his fa- within his family, mm-hmm. um, and then when they got home, he volunteers to do the washing up, and she decides to go out to get. A movie. This shows how long it took to make because I think this has been basically in the making for twenty years, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, it has yeah. She goes in to get a video at the video store um, mm-hmm. and buy some food for tea, and um, she's gone for ages. And he begins to catastrophize. Um, I looked up that what that meant. Believe that you are. <laughs> <laughs> believe that you are in a worse situation than you really are. Um, yep. About what has happened to her, and mm-hmm. it, it's almost flights of fancy about it. almost he's living his life without her because she's gone missing and you know yeah. stuff like that um it's it, it's thoughts that um i think a lot of people tend to have about people that they care about yeah like just when when you're left with idle time on your hands um like with him with just doing the dishes or whatever and being in the house alone it, it, it is things that you do tend to think about like is what most of us go to because we all yeah. share it. We all share mortality. You know, we, we, we all have this thing of like, what happens if I die? What happens if somebody dies or whatever? And these thoughts do just rumble over you without even meaning it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when somebody like that, like his, his other half is out of the house for longer than he expects, obviously what he's jumping to is things like, you know, what she got hit by a car, what she got robbed, you know, there's all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And it, it is that. Like, we, we all do it. Everybody everybody does it at one time or another. I think it the, doesn't... The, the guilt builds a little bit because they've both yeah. been a little bit horrible to each other, haven't they? Ex- as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We've got, it's another thing that this, this book is relatable near enough every single page. Because there's yeah. there's another thing that we in life have done with someone at one time. Yeah. Um, regardless of the situation, we've all been in arguments. We've all thought about what happens if we lost somebody. We've all um, been on exhaustive car journeys. We've all felt a, a severe sense of actual loss or something at some point. You know, there's there's yeah. something that's happened, and it's just extremely relatable on every page. But what what gets me with that as well is that Jordan actually tries to give you those senses and feelings on like every single page in just six panels yeah. that doesn't really break that structure until nearer the end. He, he give he's tied to that strict structure of six panels per page um, until about maybe what less than 20 pages before the end or something. And maybe, maybe 30 yeah, and then it and then it breaks that structure. Yeah, to, when it, to quite when it, a long little period of, you know, single image pages and stuff. You know, there's yeah. it, it does stretch that bit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird one because um, it two things really. One, it plays out in a in a large amount of time as real time. A, lo- a large amount yeah. of pages it plays out as real time. So we watching washing one plate, washing a cup. You know, this sort of thing goes mm-hmm. on. Um, but due to that. It, it draws you in as a reader and is incredibly anxiety-inducing for the reader. Did you yes. find that? Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's, I think what helps with it as well is the, the the pacing of it like that. Like like you're saying, it's just them like washing one dish or maybe grabbing for a, 
a crisp or whatever, yeah. those things kind of pull you in more to it. Like actually pull you into the pages and put you more in the moment because you're sort of seeing his hand grabbing the crisp, but he illustrates it in such a way that you can kind of feel the like the way it's making the noises and everything not necessarily without him actually having put the sound effect in there's sound effects of him chewing or whatever but you can feel those little bits just yeah. with the the graininess that he gives it like with the dishes as well he's really bubbled up in the soap and all that kind of stuff and you, you yeah. he he does the water in like sort of almost like rope but you can almost hear it yeah as, you're very, you're very you're much in the moment with it aren't you yeah you and really that, that that helps induce that kind of anxiety on top of it as well and, and pulls it out is the fact that he's really immersing you in the in the character yeah. at that at that moment you you are that person as you're going through it you know even though it's not it's not necessarily um a first person view or anything it's it's just like it is a camera looking on these moments and looking on these people yeah. you do you do feel like you're you maybe it's not well really point of view, moments. isn't it? There's a few moments no. you could probably describe as POV, but yeah, it's yeah, mostly like, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you still feel like you're that character for that moment as you're going through it. I, I, I gotta say, I, I get really heavily invested in it each read. I don't, I yeah. don't know how he does it, but like, I find myself like sixty pages deep, and I'm like, wow, yeah. I've, I've been there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in his kitchen. <laughs> it's yeah. mad. Well, I've, I've read it three times now. I've read it twice in hard copy, but well, I was on holiday last week and I forgot to take it with me. So I read it as a scroll on Comics Oh, okay. <clears throat> and that is a a really interesting experience because with this book, you almost sometimes can't turn the pages quick enough because of the, the way that you, tr you personally travel through these people's story. You know, yep. it's, it's almost... It's not animation because it's comics, but you know we you need to keep keep up. But with the yep. scroll, it's a weird one when I'm sort of pushing the screen up, pushing the screen up, pushing the screen up on my iPad. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get that. I, I I completely feel that. The first time that I read it, I could feel myself sort of coming to the sort of crescendo of the end and could feel myself flicking the pages faster and faster and faster and getting frustrated when I couldn't. Get yeah, the last yeah. couple. You know what I mean? I was like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Because a new book called The Pages are sticking together. I'm like, oh, God, I wish I'd flick through this first. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that's what you mean. So, right. So, we've listened, you and I have listened to a number of interviews with him, some better than others. Um, yes. Um, and he is um, quite, a, uh, quite a talker, quite enthusiastic, quite funny at times. But mm -hmm. there is a genuine darkness to this book. That I think is worth tackling because there's a lot of suicide fantasy in it, isn't there? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, really strong stuff because what he does is he immerses you in these characters and then he has them killed or kill themselves mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. fantasize about killing themselves. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's a lot it is, it is a lot of fantasy, but because of that, because he knows how vivid people's imagination can be, he depicts it in, in full full frontal you know it's, yeah. it's 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 people actually you know knives going into necks and yeah. gunshots and blood and it's actually a very violent book for yeah. something that for some something that um the subject matter only like the subject in, in the story of the book only really happens over the space of like a four hour period and is really just in all actuality a kind of 
uh, more of a mundane kind of experience that's just um, yeah. somebody somebody about somebody really just thinking going about a house for for the majority of it. Um, it's a really violent book. It's a really, really violent book. There's yeah. a lot of, like you say, a lot of fantasy, murder, and suicide, and everything, and it's depicted right on the page, right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Um, I know in the real interview he did, he was talking about how he's he's kind of got a co- he's had to develop a coping me- mechanism, not just for doing this comic, but because his mind goes to those sort of dark moments. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember him saying that right enough. Yeah, yeah, the emotional contact is very high. So I suppose we should give a message to people if they want to read this. There is suicide, then, and, and most notably, which I found most affecting, was the 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 way that they he displays death. So, mm. no spoilers. The other couple, who were the couple in the book, um, that she, the the lady in the original couple are reading, is um, she has a baby that dies, um, and the baby is done as a sort of outline silhouette ghost character mm. that attaches itself to him as he's driving you know this sort of thing so it, it, giving us the impression that it and other things they do it with a dog don't they later as well is yeah is always with them you know the weight of the death is always with them yeah um incredibly it, moving i think it is it, it, he even does it when he's um thinking of the fact that you know he may he may lose his other half and and, yeah. and how she how she might have disappeared she is then depicted as this outline of standing beside him as well you know yeah um it is really affecting because i mean any for anybody who's ever experienced loss on that on 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 any sort of level you do you do always feel like they're you know that people always yeah. say like oh they're always with you and it's like it's easy enough saying that but genuinely people do carry that weight with them a lot yeah. of the time like you like you said it's it's a, it's a weight but it's it manifests itself more in in the physical form and shape of the person or the or the animal or or, or any the loved one in general you know yeah. um they do really manifest themselves i mean um get personal for a second mm. um you know obviously i, I lost my dog recently and yeah. i do i do carry that a lot you know yeah, like man, I, I, know. I, yeah, I, I go i go man. yeah I go about the streets and I I I still I see them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's, it's it's that it's it's that thing of like you you can almost you can almost physically feel them as well as just the kind of the the presence or whatever. You get it's, it's almost like you can actually feel them. You know, brush past their your leg or whatever, even though you know it's it's not. You know, yeah. Um, and your your rational mind tells you that it's not. Um, and uh, him depicting that as just dotted outlines. Yeah, it was it was so good. It was actually, it's so interesting as well because it was actually just an absence of color on the page. Yeah. So not only was it the absence of the person, he's also just drawn an outline and ripped, stripped the color out of it entirely, and given you a white um, object. Yeah. So he's he's really um, fully given you the the. The it's a great shorthand effect, isn't it? it really yeah, is. yeah, it is. Yeah, he's taken it all away and then just left you with this this dotted line, you know. Yeah. So you've got you've got a number <laughs> of things here. We've got anxiety and we've got loss. But mm-hmm. what makes it almost doubles up the the effectiveness it has on you know getting at me is what they he uses guilt so much. You know, so we've got the guilt of the woman going out after the argument they'd had in the car and they really he really pushes the buttons on that argument in the car and they go back to it don't they and they he, yeah you know, it's, it's a really you know about you know don't drive so cl- close to the car in front and all this sort of thing and people are laughing at her when she has a go at driving um 
And then you also have the regret of the imaginary couple um, because he goes to a conference when her waters break and mm-hmm. he's got that guilt, which she pushes his face into because, you know, they're both hurt, you know, hurt adults. And yeah. They want to hurt each other and lash out a little bit. And the, just the guilt is just, it just hangs on your chest when you read this book, you know, it's sort mm-hmm. of really strong like that, I think. Yeah. Um, and that add to that, you've got regrets as well. This is just, terribly painful to read you know it's not funny at all he actually says he'd he'd rather have added a few more funny moments i think on an interview i read i think it would have just completely stripped it though he he has said that and and when you listen to him talking about it as well like um the 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 few times he does actually talk about um keeping to in in depth um he does say that like oh if only we'd had a, a couple of lighter moments or whatever and he seems quite a sort of upbeat figure himself so. yeah yeah um, always, i wonder I, whether he's covering for something there somehow you know i definitely think he's covering for something because yeah. there's times he gets there's times when he's talking i feel him getting lost and i it might just be me projecting um when i when i, I hear it but there is yeah. times that i feel like he's lost as he's talking and it's almost like he's in that moment thinking like well i, I need to keep this up you know what i mean like i need to keep keep this going you notice in in some some points when he was talking about it he went very silent as well so he he very much he very much considers a lot of things which i think translates really well into the book as well because he clearly considers life on and and like i say a, a sense of mortality or something on yeah. on some some sort of introspective level that he then puts on the page in the pages of this book through these characters um and i think that comes across in his interviews and stuff as well like i say yeah. with just those little introspective moments where he's he's silent and considered and taking it but like you say he's so upbeat and um, for him not to put in more jokes in it it's it is quite strange but it just wouldn't have carried that much weight if he had yeah i don't think if I read, it suddenly had if it suddenly had random gags about farting or something, then it would have been like, oh, you know, like this has completely ripped me out of it, you know. Yeah, that's true, actually, man. I never thought about it, but I think you might be right. Yeah, I tried to read after reading this. I thought I'll read something else by him, and I went to try and read the last Lonely Saturday comic. Have you read that? Yes. Yeah, I've I got it. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't. Do oh, could it. you know? Halfway through it, it just was too, too sad to bear. It is um, very sad. Yeah. Um, I. I do like the last Lonely Saturday though, right? Because maybe another day I'll read it. But you know, I'm not yeah. saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's very sad. You know, I yeah, it's it's just it's very sad. It's I I could see somebody calling this like like melancholic saccharine stuff. Definitely, I could see them not being into it just purely on the basis that it, it's just emotional fodder. Or whatever. Yeah. It's, emotion, um, it's, it's it's almost uh, sadness porn, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see them saying that, but at the same point, I don't know. I also saw it as like that was another love story, um, and how there could have been just a sadness that then got. I don't know. I I, I just saw it as a happy ending. Yeah. A okay. lot of pe- a lot of people don't see it as a, a happy ending. There seems to be this whole thing of like, oh, it's it's really upsetting, but. I don't know. Well, that's, that's interesting you say that. Let's jump on that point while you're, you're, you're there. Because I know Katie Skelly, who does an excellent interview with him mm-hmm. in the Comics Journal, um, there is a less interesting and very well-written review of it, which I might get to in a minute, which rather infuriated <laughs> me and caused me to text you in the middle of the morning. But the um, 
that she says to him, is it a love story? And he says, of course, it's a love story. Yeah. And that can almost swivel your head a bit in relation to this, can't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all are in love with our partners, but we will argue with them. Yeah. You know. Yep. It's because we're only human. Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, it's it's. I think he shows it really well in, in the fact that we're all just people trying our absolute best to get by with ourselves, let alone to then get by with somebody else as well. You you fall head over heels for someone. You, 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 you want to spend more time with them. You want to be with them all the time. But then they're in your space yeah. all the time. You're in their space all the time. So you are two entities having to combat with each other whilst also being emotionally invested with each other entirely. So to expect two people to then not argue is just beggar's belief. People, oh, you argue all the time or whatever. But but maybe that's the best thing for that relationship or whatever. You know, people are all completely different in that respect. But he, yeah, and he encapsulates that really well. Like, even in the first couple of pages where it's like, are we not arguing anymore? No, we're good. Yeah. I mean, like, because yeah. it's because it's past. That's it. It's just that they were both stuck with each other in a car in a in a busy area, both frustrated as hell, trying to get home. They're both just angry in general. They are two people that are just angry, and then they've taken it out on each other because they're literally stuck in this tiny cube beside each other, and probably some form of heat because it doesn't look like any of the two of them are wearing jackets. You know. Yeah. Um. But it's, it's so just, personally just, idiosyncratic as well, isn't it, by, you know, uh, this pair of, they kind of, because they know each other, they're so comfortable with each other, they can mm-hmm. just say, are we not arguing anymore? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. But that's the, that's the thing as well. That shows, to me, that shows the loving element of it, yeah. that they can just drop an argument so quickly, is the fact that they, they understand each other so much. Um, even when they're going through the the phone and stuff as well, you know, like, oh, my mom's dog died or somebody, somebody died. And they just kind of shrug it all off. But then there's like him thinking about like, oh, what if she had freaked out about it or whatever? And, you know, there's yeah. that, that then that recap of the conversation that never actually even happened. But he's thinking like, oh, would, you know, in his head, he's going like, it would just be like her to say this at this moment. And then it's like, yeah. well, no, that's, that's you projecting what you would say onto her. Um, and there's an inter-reliability so... between the two as well because they know that they can lean on each other for these issues that have turned up and that's why he's telling her and you know exactly yeah. exactly but there's also the thing as well of like them both retracing each other's steps at the same time and stuff as well yeah um oh, it's just uh, the... just to get back to... before we move on to that tracing steps because that's yeah, yeah, in, yeah. another interesting part of it that i wanted to ask you about is um i my when he said of course it's a love story i went of course it is. It's almost got a Shakespearean ending. I won't spoil mm-hmm. it for the imaginary couple. You know, yes. He Very sacrifices so. himself for her, in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, we, mm-hmm. we think. You know. Yeah, it's very I, much I, like that. I also love that he then puts... He he almost puts himself in, like, as a writer in the story there for the reader. Because right. he's got that he's got that little line that's like... I don't know if it's maybe going to be a wee bit of a spoiler here or not, but I'm I'm oh, going to say on. it anyway. Yeah. He he does that little bit where he says, um, uh, you know, it leave it leaves it with what is it is it leaves it with the two of them at the end. Um, if if they die, it's you that's killing them. 
Okay, interesting. Yeah, because it's hard into it, moving the fiction onwards because yeah, it moves away. The camera moves away, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. they're talking about the book, and he's saying oh, about they die at the end, and he, and she's saying to them, she's saying to him about if if they die, it's you that's killing them because it doesn't, it never reaches that point. Like as far as she was concerned, the boat comes back, whereas as far as he was concerned. They were just going to die there. That was that was it. That was the end. And it was like, well, that's that's your narrative on it. And that was almost. I felt like that was almost him saying, whatever you take away from this book, it's whatever happens afterwards. It's you that's giving yeah. the conclusion. You know, that so, was that was almost that. It's one a great comment bit. in all fiction, isn't it? Really, you know, all fiction yeah. ends at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. Unless you're watching EastEnders for five hundred years, it's all exactly. going to keep going. <laughs> it's going to end at some point, and yeah, yeah. You got to think about what happens afterwards. It's interesting, man. So let's talk a little bit about the comics journal. Um, the review by Lane Yates. I don't know Lane. Um, I've never read. It. I don't think no. I've read anything by them before. Um, Lane didn't care for the book and stresses the violent deaths of women as fantasized by men. I did not read that into this at all. No, I think. Same. And he then goes on to about um, um, what's he unhoused people as depicted as cruel monsters didn't read that in either I, I just kind of feel that lane maybe is overlaying his own agenda or their own agendas on top of this uh i don't know lane is male or female or whatever but the is like overlaying their own agendas onto this narrative without really understanding yeah. it somehow i i felt like that was a person that thinks that like not everybody in the world um thinks in forms of stereotypes because there is forms of stereotypes in this world unfortunately and yeah that's just what your mind can wander to sometimes and i th- I feel like that's what jordan was really getting at with it right that these things that you see on the news it's you know such and such uh killed by you know whatever homeless person or whatever you know this kind of thing i think he was literally writing down on the page just scenarios that he's also heard on the news or whatever which are just stereotypical things it's things that come up so to then turn and say oh but this is what his actual agenda was no no that's that's once again that's him that person that reviewer then projecting onto jordan crane and saying (laughs) well that's what that's what he thought and it's like well you're now just accusing him of something that you're doing like that yeah. doesn't make doesn't make any sense. Like, he claimed that the, par- the presentation was dull and the partnership had a dull mundanity about it. I'm like, fucking hell, that's the point, you bellend. You know, the, the journal has been up and down about Crane's work before, though, because okay. I've 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 seen a couple of um, people speak about um, Jordan's work and 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 saying things like, oh, it doesn't really. Um, things about like it doesn't hit the emotional ties. Is maybe uh, there's things about lacking in cartooning and and boring stories and all this kind of stuff and i always sit going like I, 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 this is one thing that i just don't think we click on personally yeah i i i have the complete opposite opinion in that respect but i i respect some of the people who are saying it at the joint not this person in particular i didn't i didn't enjoy their review at all i don't think they applied I was, themselves to the book that's no. my my um posit on that one i don't think they applied themselves properly to what was going on they applied themselves to maybe three or four panels occasionally you know just i, I to think the story out i think they maybe read it but i think they literally yeah, just flicked through it for flicked yeah. through it for the purpose of a review and that was it yeah um just to have a review by the journal be out there um yeah. 
But yeah, I have heard I've ha- I have heard people that are tied with um, the journals say words like "I don't need to read a Jordan Crane book ever again" and stuff <laughs> like that. Which, but I can understand because some people really do just they don't want stuff that would appeal. Because let's be honest, this would appeal to like the Guardian crowd and stuff like that as well. Mm, yeah, that's interesting because I read the Guardian review on it as well, which is by a lady called Rachel Cook, um, mm-hmm. and she um, one of the main she. It was fairly brief, actually. I was quite surprised how actually, actually brief the review was. Oh, really? Um, and she says, it looks like an expensive journal. Oh, honestly, please fuck oh. off. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. also frustratingly detours. That, again, is the point. Yeah. The detours are the thoughts in their heads about what could, could have possibly <laughs> happened. Um yeah, I don't. I'm. I've got a massive downer about comics journalism at the moment. It's <laughs> absolute massive yeah. downer on it because I think I think it's it's lost itself now. I think. I, I do, yeah, yeah I, I don't find many that I I um, can connect with at all. At this at this current junction, myself, I can't find any to to, to connect with at all. Yeah. Um, I just know that there is some at the journal that I still respect what they have to say on, yeah. on comics. I agree, man, yeah. yeah. I, I, I still get the journal. I've been getting it for, for a long time. I've actually yeah. been going back and buying old ones that I missed and reading them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I definitely do. I think, um, not to go off on a tangent, but I think Tomorrow's does a good job, but they are very sort of, they're like a history thing. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I think there's that going on. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the art style because I mean, I, before we before we say, I should say again, I don't find this perfect. I have a, I have do have a number of problems with it. I think um, if I was being completely honest, I think the end section goes on too long. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I think that the um, it, and I think it's unevenly paced towards the end. Um, right, okay. But like I say, it did make it into my top ten for last year, and I, I mean, I, I read over three thousand comics last year, and this is definitely up there. You know, <laughs> very good. But uh, so let's talk about the art, art style. Um, he, he claims his influences. This was in the Kate Skelly interview, I think. I read this. Herge, Hokusai, Jaime Hernandez, uh, Mo- Mobius, David Mazzuchelli, Jeff Darrow, Otomo, and Jose Munoz. Um, which is there's a real array there, but there's a really interesting array. Um, yeah. And I don't know if I put him near any of them really. Maybe Herge. Maybe mostly. Mm, yeah, possibly. Yeah, so yeah a lot. It? It's like the the beady eyes and stuff. Yeah, I could I could maybe see. Um, There's a couple of panels that look a little bit. He could be Tintin uh, older as a hipster. You know, there's yeah. a couple of moments I kind of thought of that. How would you describe his art, dude? Have you got any sort of? Oh, um, minimalistic, isn't it? In a way, so there's just dots for eyes. Peanuts. It's minimalistic. It's minimalistic characters, but I mean, it's quite detailed in some of like the backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, um, car crash especially very much yeah. So, yeah and a lot of the violence and stuff as well um there's a lot of like clothing and that have a lot of um little hairy bits and creases and stuff yeah. like that so it, it is quite detailed i mean there's, there's, a, a, there's, there's a dirty scruffy look to a lot of his not his line but to his characters if you saw me yeah there's yeah. there's there's bits where like um one of the main protagonists, um, Will, is sitting on the, the sort of back stoop, and there's a lot of yeah. details within, like the banisters and the doors and the grass and all that kind of stuff. But it's, I would say, it's leaning more towards your kind of. Uh, your, yeah, surprisingly, your... he doesn't say Seth. Actually, that is interesting, isn't it? I'm yeah, going to say I, I, Seth's I, probably slightly older than him. I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, just yeah. yeah, probably there'd probably be about sort of ten, fifteen years between yeah. them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I I personally would have said that he would have taken a lot of influence just off of like some of his 
peers, some of his contemporaries, would have been like say, Sammy Harcum and stuff like yeah, that. I would, I would, have, yeah. I would have just thought they would have maybe came up in the same kind of Jack vein, Teagle, maybe someone like that. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. how they've ended up kind of influencing each other. But maybe I'm wrong. You know, he's he's citing all these influences. Maybe it just they have very similar influences, and that's the case. But yeah. that's where I would have came from it. That they've just kind of influenced each other. I can see Jaime within his work. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see the uh, the cleanness of the line and stuff in, in a lot of his work and the oh, hair. Love and that as well. I'd love if Jaime did a book this size. For those who don't know this, this is the size of a, a hardback novel. So yeah. In fact, almost slightly smaller without a dust jacket. And I, I actually love the size of it. I think if Jaime did a book like this, it would be it would be a glorious read. Yep. Yeah, the uh, the rounded corners are fucking beautiful yeah. as well. Yeah, the little yeah. rounded corner. I understand the. The remark about it being a journal, I, I'm not going to say anything else on that because that was wrong-headed of that person to say that. But yeah, um, like, yeah clearly a loss for anything to say. Yeah, say how it compares to the moleskin book they've just recently bought. <laughs> don't, <you know? laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I do love that it's green. Yes, um, he, was, he said it was going to be green from the very beginning, didn't he? He said that it had to be green for some reason. Yeah, um, when he collect when he collected it, but it was black and white originally oh uh, was it um, so it was collected originally in a, an anthology wasn't it uh he had yeah he had an, an anthology his own sort of one-man anthology called uptight yes yeah um that he was putting out i've got one issue of that okay. um i find it it's kind of hard to find at a cheaper price oh right um, okay yeah it's the sort of place you, sort of book you would find in maybe the beguiling or some shop like that i'm guessing yes yeah, yeah. but he's he he, the issue that I've got, I, I've heard him speak about, and it's he tried to get it to almost replicate, like almost like an Argos catalogue. Oh wow! Like that that kind of shitty, cheapy paper, and it's just meant to be kind of battered about. And okay, that's the way that because I got it through and thought, have I got the wrong thing? Like it's just so <laughs> flimsy and floppy and stuff. But I've heard him talk about it, and he genuinely just wanted it to be like a catalogue, right. um, that would that would flop through your door, sort of thing. Um, so it was it was meant to be like that, but that, I think that's got a couple of pages of keeping two in it as well. And it, I'm, if I remember rightly, they're black and white. I've not got it in front of me because I couldn't find it before coming down. Uh, okay. After after it's a bit saying like I was a ma- clean. manga bind up almost, you know, um, like a, like a well, manga, I mean, it's it's, like it's smaller. Yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot yeah. smaller, but yeah, that kind of thing. Um, probably just 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 slightly um, more satiny sort of paper as opposed to the kind of newsprint thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, a thicker paper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it, is lo- it is lovely. So he, um, talking of the colour, actually, I was surprised he he went with green all the way through. I th- I'm guessing if it was me, for example, I would have used different colour for the different couples. I don't know why. Yeah. I would have considered uh, it at least, I think. Yeah. I, I Is that a bit too on the nose, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there was enough of a differentiation between the two of them that yeah. you could really decipher what it was. And I, I, I've i heard a couple of people say that they've struggled with the fact of trying to figure out what's happening, like what's real and what's not and stuff. But I yeah. like I like that, that it's not it's not blunt. It's it's not saying like, and now it's reading a book. Yeah. And now it's, and now I'm thinking of this. Cause I've heard him mention that as well, that, you know, he, he, he changed the outlines of the panels to not have hard blacks or, well, sorry, hard green or whatever right. um, around the outside. And he had that sort of wavy thing to show that he was either thinking or reading the book. And it was, he said, that's my version of, and then he thought, 
Yeah, it's which, a bit like. Uh, I, thought, yeah. I was thinking it's a bit like when Magnum's thinking about those days when he was in the Nam, and he yeah. that sort of wobbly <laughs> look to the screen. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen people do it where they just. I think I want to see, I want to see John Borsellino's done it where he's just put like okay. a bubble around the outside. I've, I could be bullshitting. I know Noah's done it a couple of times as well, but there's loads. Of, I mean, obviously that's a. That's a, a a main trope that a lot of people have done over the years to not yeah. write the not write the words and then he thought and just done like a bubble around it. But the way that he's kind of done it is just it's a total absence of line entirely. Um, he's just taken it away and then made the panel wavy. So he's he's basically just drawn the panel, but then it's almost like he's had like a a tape or something over it in these shapes and then took the tape away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was trying to think what I would what I would put it next to on the shelf, and it was, I don't know if this just occurred to me because I just saw online a, mm -hmm. a, a clip of Essex County, but I think maybe something like those books by Jeff Lemire. Um, there's a there's a shorthand. Jeff Lemire is a lot scratchier, you know, mm -hmm. in his work, but I think maybe you know if I was going to run a shop, that would be the little section for that sort of kind of art, <coughs> you know. Um, I, maybe some I Chester Brown as well, you know. Yeah, I would, I would definitely, it would definitely sit next to, well, like I say, like Sammy Harcum and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. You're paying for it. Paying for it's a similar, actually, package, yeah. isn't it, almost, you know? It is very much so. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it was beside when I picked up, but gosh, I think it was just in, like, the new releases of the week or whatever. Yeah. Um, it maybe fits Jeffrey in... Brown? Maybe a bit of Jeffrey Brown somewhere? Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Kachalka, Jeffrey Brown. Yeah, that Kachal. kind of thing. Yeah. Actually, even... Um, uh, Leslie Stein, um, okay. with I know you, Ryder, and and stuff like that, and um, oh, fucking hell, uh, Bright Eyed at Midnight and stuff like that. Oh, they, they've, they, yeah. they've got the same kind of um, small hardback aesthetic to it. They're, that's drawn in quarterly, though. That's not um, Fantagraphics. So the Fanta have done a couple of her ones as well, but that kind of same thing. It's that small hardback, um, and the same the same kind of like. It's six panels, but with her, she just doesn't have it defining as panels. It's just yeah, watercolor, watercolor <clears throat> images that then work out as panels. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's the same. I would, I would definitely, it's the same kind of aesthetic. Put it that way. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same kind of aesthetic, um, cover wise, and possibly, possibly with story sort of interior wise as well. Yeah, it's a little bit more polished than a previous book we talked about, which was Box Office Poison with Alex Robinson. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to point out again that you've done me again. You've bent me right over because this is another one where a dog dies. I know, and I, I just <laughs> I didn't even think about it. But this this one maybe that's why we both connected to it. Do you know what maybe. I mean? Yeah. Maybe, maybe is it's the little it's the little panel of the the shadow of the dog running as well. Fuck, I was I was in tears. Oh honestly. man, yeah, 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 in tears. Honestly, I was sitting on the bus and I'm going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Do you know what he's got planned next or anything? No, I've got no idea. I don't know no. if he's got another uh, another uptight that he's working on or what. Um, he seems to be for for a guy that has been going for quite some time. There's not actually a lot out there. There's not, is there? No, I was thinking that no. myself. Yeah, he's there's, not there's, super prolific, is he? Yeah. No, there's a, there's a load of stuff that you can get if you go digging. Um, like he's he had uh, an anthology series called Non that he did yes. for a while. Yeah. Um. He's got a couple of kids books. He did like illustrations yeah. on like covers of like diaries or whatever. He's done stuff like that. Like if you were a real hardcore collector, you'd go and get them. 
um, and obviously uptight, but yeah. not a lot more. And so maybe mention it now. So he's a he's a California creator. He lives over there. Um, mm-hmm. Probably seen as coming into comics the comic scene when he edited and contributed to non non. Uh, previously published the last lonely saturday which you mentioned earlier cold d which you can actually find oa for for about a hundred dollars at the moment Ooh. it's not too bad and um, the clouds above which is an all ages kids book um so keeping to this book we're talking about appeared part in part in the quarterly uptight which he also produces um yeah so yeah like you say there's not super amount there i think we miss a lot of stuff because it's that kids stuff we don't necessarily see it some people do that don't they they do it's, do kids stuff yeah know? it's that it's also that um american comics alternative sort of stuff that we just i don't think we really get much of over here especially considering this story's been going for like almost 20 years in yeah. those 20 years it's only been in the last like maybe five or six that we've started to get more of that stuff over here yeah um yeah. we didn't get like uptight i i I could probably bet on my life that we didn't get the first like five issues of uptight over here yeah at all um unless somebody was buying them very special um but yeah, yeah I, don't, he's, he's, I don't really think gosh were on top of it back then you know no. even, even now we might be lucky maybe third bear might would might if they if they were going back then they'd have brought it over you know maybe they're a yeah. source now for it. Yeah, yeah, um, but no, it's 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 just something that wouldn't have ended up across here, really. It would have been something that probably would have been advertised in the journal at the time. Yes, yeah. uh, somebody would have mentioned it in the journal somewhere. Somebody would have said, you know, oh, I'm re- I'm reading non or uptight or something like that. But I just I, I was actually really surprised when I, I sort of came across it. And was like, oh, is this guy come out of nowhere? And it's like, well, no, he's he's not. He's been married for years. Yeah. And the fact that this had actually been going for 20-odd years, which always gets me as well, because it's such a coherent narrative from start to finish. Yeah. And yet it was done in sections. Um, I think he's on then, that Ink Studs interview, which is from three or four years ago at least talking yeah, about it. And that's quite an least, old... Yeah, yeah, that's, it might, yeah, well before COVID, isn't it? It's a, it's I want to say, on, I wanna say that's 2016. Could well be, yeah. That's I think you're right, actually, yeah. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny one as well because we waited all those years for it, you know. We although we didn't really know it was coming, and yeah. um, and then he must have think, right, finally I've released it. You know, I'm happy now. And then and then he got stuck on a tanker, didn't it, for ages? Yeah, never made <laughs> it swear st- anywhere. Yeah, stuck on that bloody boat that got stuck. Oh, was it that one the... that got stuck in the? Was it the Panama Canal? Over it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. oh, right. Yeah, it was just sitting on that in a big crate. Um, imagine the shit that must have been on that boat at the time. <laughs> That's, I bet that boat's been that boat was probably ten times the size of the amount of people have used that as an excuse. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> but yeah, apparently Fanta had a, a load of stuff on that uh, to start off with. They right. did actually say that like right at the start. It got stuck and they were like, Oh, I hope our stuff isn't stuck for too long. And it was like <laughs> was it about a month or something went by and it was like, Yep, still nothing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm going to drop this on you. This is probably the last thing we talk about before we just move on to have a chat about what you're up to. But um, this is something that I suffer from. Um, having been through a comics reading period where I never really saw or heard any creators talk for long stretches of my life, comic reading life, mm. I've recently listened to, I think it's three or four podcasts that we sort of shared, each of us, um, mm-hmm. with Jordan on. I would rather not have heard from him, I think. And I don't mean that in a in a negatively personal way. 
I just mean the fact that sometimes I think the work should stand on its own. Yes. Uh, and I think this, if all the books I've read recently, this is the book that I don't need to know anything about the creation of it. I don't need to know anything about the creator because I just see that single book as its personality on its own. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that, man? John, do we know these people too much, too well these days, do you think? I am 100% behind that idea that right. some people we don't need to hear hear about, especially if you if you find yourself connecting with something so much when they give any little bits about process or anything away it sometimes ruins aspects of the book because you go oh that's not what i really thought like that was at that point and then you can't help but think about that when you then read it from then on out and it's like oh balls like i've i kind of ruined that for myself and this is from a person that likes like i like listening to comic book me uh, too, man. It's all we do, isn't it? Work, yeah. We listen to yeah. it non-stop. And we yeah. talk to comics creators and we make mm-hmm. comics ourselves and talk yeah. about it constantly ourselves as well. Exactly. So I know it's slightly hypocritical, but somehow occasionally I think and they're not ruined, but occasionally I think I didn't need to listen to, I don't know, Chris Claremont talk about the X-Men. You know, yeah, don't really, well, yeah. that's a fucking case in point, but you know what I mean? There's yeah, a bit there was there was there was definite bits of this that he he mentioned. Um, it was just even bit like hearing his frustration about, oh, why did I have them set in a a video store? And I'm like, why is he annoyed about that? Yeah, it I wasn't works. annoyed about that at all. I like that. no, not in the yeah. slightest. And I thought like, is that it was that a product of so many years ago? And like, yeah. it would have been annoying at that point. And I don't know, it's just little bits like that. I just, I don't need to hear about that. And yet, and and the other, on the other point, like, I'm really heavily invested in Seth's work and John P's work, and I want to yeah. hear from them all the time. Yeah. But I think it's because they don't talk about specific works. They talk about them. They talk about themselves. They talk about stuff that they have created, but not necessarily the actual books themselves and how they came about it or whatever. There is like little snippets. There's little tiny things like how he came up with the the name Clyde fans or whatever, or John P about, um, you know, what happened in his divorce, but they don't go into specifics of the actual whole work they 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 find a way of just talking about themselves and art as opposed to the actual work that is being focused on whereas jordan really i feel like he focused on keeping two over the years a bit too much and people asked him i feel like people asked him all the wrong questions that just gave too much of an in-depth answer about about keeping to itself that it just almost touches on I don't want to say the word sycophantic. That's not what I mean. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. not what I mean. But there's, you, there's a bit you, too you much of an investigation in it. I think a lot of see, the, 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 there's a, there's a number of creative elements to a comic. You know, yeah. the main ones being the writing and the drawing of it. Um, but I do think there's a creative element to the reading element of it as well. I think we yeah. we make up our own stories to a certain extent, do we? You know, in, this is why it. some this is why sometimes I, I I find it would be interesting to read something from someone who is just a pen name yeah and and get invested in a work and then for people to try tracking down that person and find out that they don't exist 
Yeah. Like it would be it would be so much better to have that. But we we put a lot of weight behind the these force names. Of personality these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the last it's, most of these people are the last sort of people I want to be stuck in a lift with. You know I mean? Yeah, I think there's a conversely there's that argument. I've been chatting to Helena about this, and I chatted to Dan about it. You know, there's 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 an element of like obscene self indulgence by a lot of comic mm-hmm. creators these days who just absolutely and they not only love to talk about themselves, but they also seem to point at themselves as being some kind of second coming. Yeah, you know, and it 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 ultimately just completely puts me off them. And yeah. the best that we talk about this, we've talked about this a few times, and we we were tweeting about it on the run up to the 400th for the ACP is some of our favorite people are the people who come on and talk with you yes. not just about themselves at you you know like they're showing interest in like Pat, Pat and Mark Miller Pat Mills and Mark Miller are the, the prime examples of it you know not only do they ask you about stuff you know and they chat to you about their books and what we thought about it. I remember Mark saying what do you think that is about like people at the end of their lives you know being you know and I'm like well, I love the fact he's asking me, and he's challenging us to think about it because he doesn't quite, he, you know, he's trying to get, make it right in his own head. And also yeah. both those people and all the all of our favourite ones stay on for a bit and have a chat as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when we get people on, and I hate to say it, but I think it's mostly writers, um, we get them on and, and they're just totally about themselves and they seem yeah. to think they have to be this sort of selling machine and they, they don't. You know, your comics will sell themselves to me if I like you. Like, yeah, it's a horrible exactly. thing to say, but that's an element of it for me. Yeah. It's it's all, at the end of the day, it's all about connection, though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. People just want to connect with these folks. They want to connect with more than just the work. They want to connect with the faces and the people that are behind them. It's it's, it's yeah, just it's what a shame. We, yeah. It's what we do day to day, and it's kind of what the... We chase it, man. We do. Yep. I'm the first to admit it, but yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's kind of what... In a way, it's kind of what keeping two's about as well. <laughs> I know it sounds. I know I'm just. It sounds like I'm just tying it to the book, but it right. is kind of about that. It's about connection and everything as well. You know. Yeah. About these two people being connected, but we're we're always searching for it. We're always searching for it, and whether it's on that surface level of trying to just connect with somebody that we admire, or if it's trying to connect with somebody that we love, or or whatever, you know, it's it's it, it's always about connection, and that's that. I think that's a slight undoing of us in that respect as yeah, well. Yeah, I think maybe as well as we're connecting with the characters in the book, whilst they connect with, to characters in a book, and I yes. think I think I like that element. I think that's mm-hmm. an interesting. So, but. I don't think I need to hear from Jordan. Oh, God bless you, man. Do as many interviews as you want. Not down to me. But personally, I don't think I need to listen to you talk about this book anymore. Um, yeah. He seems like a very nice and enthusiastic guy. But I think if I have to hear about him drawing something for his school, his kid's school and stuff again, I think I'll scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's That's slightly on us for going and looking. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. It is. But, I, I, but I, I completely understand where you're coming from. But I... I do make I do make that mistake though of like seeing the name pop up in 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 a podcast that I follow or something and going like oh yes I'm going to go listen to it yeah and then before I know it I'm like oh, I don't know if I like this very much you know like yeah. not necessarily with him I, I, I actually I enjoyed the interviews I did yeah I actually it. found the well at least one of the interviewers much more annoying than him I don't think you gave yeah. him a chance <laughs> but yeah yeah says me interrupting um, you sorry. Yeah. No, 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 at all. No, no, no. But it's true that, like, like some of my favourite folks, I'd, uh, some of my favourite comics, people in comics as well, like, I just, I can't listen to them 
talk at all because I, I just I think this is this is going to put me off of it ultimately. This yeah. is really going to put me off. Of it. I've yeah. I've heard some folk and I've got maybe halfway through an interview with someone and been like, no, nope, stopping now. Yeah, because too. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I want. I want to keep reading their stuff. I find their work interesting. I feel that that's where their output is best. That's 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 where you get the most emotion and you get the most out of them. Them talking. Um, they aren't very very eloquent. They don't have a lot to say. Uh, their their output, their the how they express is in their work. So when they're then sat down and asked to explain about that work, it's like, but this isn't how I express. You yeah. know what I mean, like I don't I don't know how to get this across to you without a pen and paper. You know what I mean. So when they're sitting down yeah. and trying to explain it, it, it almost detracts from the work because they're then having to explain their self-expression you know what i mean yeah that we're almost, make, putting that a heavy, almost putting a massively heavy burden on people who whose life is involved with talking to nobody yeah you know? <laughs> yeah exactly and, and it's like we, we we expect these people to turn on a dime and be entertaining and you know be you know insightful and interesting about their work but they don't necessarily they don't have to be because you don't have to be that to be a good comic creator and also no. i don't i can't think of many industries like comics where we have a feverish sort of interest in who's from where, who they're seeing. We were just talking yeah. about we? what they're yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. you know, what companies they've fallen out with. You know, I could probably give you the life story of Alan Moore at this point better than I could give you the life story of my <laughs> gran. You know, it's, it's terrible, isn't it, really? We just got it's this so terrible, true. like, fucking rabid curiosity about these people's lives. It's terrible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, we should be concentrating on their books and, you know, having a look at them. Yep. I, f- I do. I definitely find myself more, uh, as, as I read works from folks, though, um, I, I find myself wanting to meet those people, not to find out about their comics, but just to be like, oh, I just want to know more about you. And I think, what is this morbid curiosity? I know, like, yeah, what, yeah. What, what do I want to know? But, like, what, what is that going to achieve? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. Um, I don't understand. I mean, it'd be lovely to meet some of them and probably get a chance to speak. I mean, I've spoken to some lovely people in that respect, but yeah. what is it about their work that <clears throat> suddenly makes you interested in like who's their your, entire lives? Who's your big white whale then? Who do you? Who would be the one person you'd really want to speak to? Oh, Jesus! Um, I'll give you two. Get to choose two. You know, just you've well, never je- met. Yeah. Genuinely, I I have um, I have genuinely thought about the past year reaching out to and writing to um, John P and Seth. Cool. I genuinely yeah. have thought. I, I genuinely, ha- oh, man, I think you'd be great with that. I think your Durf interview is amazing. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not even. It's like I appreciate that, mate. Um, I, it's not even a case of just. It's not even a case of interviewing them anymore. I've 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 went beyond that in that respect of like I would like to just get to know these people. Right. Like I would love to just I would love to write Seth on a on a regular basis. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and I know it sounds it almost sounds crass in a way, but I don't know, I just I I get invested in their work to the point of like I really just want to get to know them on some sort of other level you know what i mean just write yeah. them back and forward and i would i would love to know what how seth day day went you know what i mean that <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of thing you know what i mean like how are you doing today you know and um i bet he'd write a good letter but he's got nice hands exactly yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i always think of that letter that you wrote to, to noah that we spoke about oh yeah of course yeah it was, yeah. It was just be- it was beautiful but um 
No, I kind of, I, I kind of tackled like two of my 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 biggest ones, and I really enjoyed them. And it kind of, it's not, it's not that it ruined it at all. But I, I kind of stopped chasing them in the in that respect because I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed Derf and Noah. Yeah, and I, 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 I came away from it being like, because they were just really lovely. You know what I mean? Like they were just really nice to get on with. And, yeah. Um. It it became as I was chatting to them less about the work and more about just getting to know them personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, that's what my interviews were were like anyway. Yeah, they were. You, yeah, you, there, you there was that, that personal yeah. touch to them, definitely, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually uh, a little bit afraid of meeting mine because I don't want them to let me down. Um, who was it? Well, I'm I'm luck because I'm old. I've luckily I've met some people, and some of the people who I've really admired their comics work have turned out to be um, proper bellends. Yeah. And some people whose work I've really admired have turned out to be absolutely lovely. So Fingerman, we mentioned him earlier. I, I'm just so pleased I can talk that dude. You know, I could, I could ring him and we'd chat. Mm -hmm. You know, and same with Pat. Like, I just spent a week on all over Pat. And Pat Mills is, you know, the to me, one of the best writers in comics ever. Yeah. And, but is so friendly. Um, but the two that I would still want to meet, I mean, Jack's gone. I got to meet Carmine, got to meet Stan, oh. Joe Kubert. You know, Joe Kubert was fucking lovely to me, really. <laughs> really friendly. Neil Adams, for all his, you know, eccentricities, oh. was, was superb. Mike Grell was brilliant. But the one, I really want to meet Doug, Man Doug Munch. Um, okay. But I hear he's really spiky. Paul Kupperberg yeah, okay. was saying that to us off mic. And... Um, I want to meet. I know he's not particularly known for his comics, but he has written comics. Is Moorcock? Um, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But who is more of a recent one, really? Because I've just torn through about eight of his books on holiday, and I've thought <laughs> historically I've read a load of his books, and he's problem. <laughs> his books are so mental, but he seems like such a nice guy. Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't want him to let me down because it's just like you know, 35 books and about eight trades on a shelf in front of me that would just have to be put in the garage if he turned out to be a right twat, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's, there, there is that thing as well of, like, you don't want to... There's there's a small thing of, like, you don't want to embarrass yourself as well. Yeah. Cause there might, because you could um, accidentally, without even realising it, say the wrong thing. Say something that they just... It's never been put out there that they, they don't discuss this certain thing or whatever. Yeah. And you just happen to bring it up innocently and they take umbrage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's because we that's that's how people are. You know what I mean? There's just certain things that it's like, I don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? Happens in day to day life. You talk to somebody and you just realize like, oh, I've rubbed them up the wrong way. You know what I mean? It's like you just happen to mention something that they're like, oh, yeah. I, I just don't like that. You know, as your mom and I, my mum's died. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah, new yeah, sort yeah. of crap that I put my foot in, you know. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. It's just, it's little things like that. Or like, um, oh, you're married, aren't you? Oh, no, we're actually just recently separated or divorced. You're like, oh, shit. You know yeah, don't mean? worry like, about and it, then, mate. Yeah, you'd probably be better off. You know, I'd say something <laughs> stupid. You know, I do yeah, my usual no. two kinds of people in this world, mate. Happily married women, unhappily married men. I do that joke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it is that thing of, like, you suddenly start thinking of, like, oh, God, if I said that, then, like, you just don't know where it would go and, and <laughs> stuff like that. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I've, it's, you've said this now, but, like, who's your white whales? And I'm sitting going, like, I've said Seth and John P, but Seth and John P are the ones that I really just want to write. I'm now just, I'm, go, I'm rattling through people in my head, like, yeah. 
I'm, I'm sitting going like, well, Alan Moore, you know, Dan Close. I would love to chat to Leslie Stein, you know, you know, the, yeah. oh, and and the Chenty, like all these people. And I'm, yeah. I'm going like, fuck, I'd love to, I would love to speak to Jane loads McDonald. of people. Yeah, there's always more <laughs> people. <Yeah>. Less, <laughs> less, less said on that, the better, mate. <laughs> Living Kelly. <laughs> Living Kelly. <laughs> we had a conversation about good old Mrs. Kelly. Right. Yes. Let's talk a bit. Let's talk a little bit about you. The um. So the you've just had an episode drop. Did you want to just mention what that's about, dude? It's uh, in my that, downloads. Yes, that was on uh, the great Alan Grant. Good stuff. Uh, which was a bit actually, of, which well, obviously totally gutting that he died, but also slightly gutting for me because I was meant to come up and record that one with you when there was a yes. Was it a plane strike or there was no? There was a strike, wasn't there? Do you remember? Uh, no, it was, was the it Queen's funeral. Of course, it was. Of course, it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a bank holiday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep, because what was um, stripped out of that episode was some choice jokes about the Queen. No. Um, <laughs> um, you know, this is Scotland and all. Um, yeah, it's true. Always. But we met up. Um, Alan had not long passed, unfortunately, at that, at that point. Yeah. And um, we all just kind of got together and said, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna speak about them." Um, we try because loads of people, you know, it's always a trope in podcasts. Somebody dies, do a podcast about them. Yeah, always, always seems to happen. Whereas we tend not to do that a lot. We did it for Adams and and uh, George Perez because giants, you know, huge. Yeah. And and our eyes. Alan Grant was ex- exactly the same. Yeah, um, we just did it. For, obviously, did it for Kev O'Neill, but we let we purposely yeah. left it a bit. And I know you've left it a while to put it out, didn't you? I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we we recorded. I did actually say at the time, like, I'm not going to put this out for a good bit yet. Um, so we recorded in July last year, and we've just put it out now. Um, and I I I kind of went through it with a fine tooth comb because I just wanted to make sure that it was actually like it was still it was still fun to listen to. Um, because Alan was like from our eyes, from the way that we had seen him, was was kind of like that, still fun. Um, yeah. So we 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 went with that. We 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 sort of eulogised and shared the work and all this kind of stuff and said thank you and everything to him at the end. But we still had a laugh whilst we were doing it. You know. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, he's, so he's a guy who wrote Lobo after all. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nando had some good stories about meeting him and, and oh, nice. Yeah. You know, like um, him saying like, "Oh, this is my." Oh, this guy's my my favorite, the Bastich, and all this kind of stuff. But it was it was good. It was it was nice. It was it was really great to hear, listen back that long after as well, and hear all the little stories about seeing him at cons and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. how he used to always chat to, like we would always see him chatting to kids and stuff at cons and that. And it was just great. It was oh, it nice was work, it was really nice. And also, you just remember all the stuff that he's on as well. Yeah. Um, and oh god, it was just it was fantastic. And we just um dived really into his work on Bogeyman and stuff like that as well. Oh, nice. It was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. It was really good. So really enjoyed that. But yeah, that was that was the most recent one. We've what not, have you got coming up, do you know? Um I'm torn between two of them. Okay. Uh, I don't know I don't know what one to put out first. because um, we did another meetup for another GLI that uh, a wee while back that I haven't put out yet. Right. Um, I like those ones. Yeah. Yeah, but we also did Secret Wars. Oh right, okay. Oh. Um, and I kind of want to put it out about Secret Wars first because I, 
I really went in on Secret Wars, as in like ripped it a new one. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's slightly is is quite when you compare it to Crisis, which were coming out around the same time. Yeah, it is quite slight, isn't it? You know, well, it was just a toy thing, wasn't it? You yeah, know what I mean, that was that yeah. was what it was. Um, but yeah, we've 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 got a couple. We've we've, we've had um, we've had loads. Like we did loads last year, and they've just they've just not come out yet. It was between kind of. Um, I had a couple of months where I never put out episodes because I just had loads going on personally. I just didn't have a chance to kind of sit down and you know sift through three hours worth of audio and cut it all up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I needed to fit fucking comics reading time in between then. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we've got loads of loads of stuff that was um, recorded um, last year, this year that will come out eventually. But it's you know there's there's loads of stuff. We did a, an episode on Spider Man and Thor. Um, we did uh, the GLI episode, like I said, Secret Wars. Um, we did ones that was just like rants. We were just ranting about loads of stuff. Um, <laughs> about like people like ending runs and, and, you know, the way they staple things and all that kind of stuff. It's just okay. loads of yeah, yeah. Uh, really niggling stuff. Um, God, what else? Um, and what's the... Oh, who who we had... I was going to say, we, we did one recently that was like... Um, creators who we had the most like the most of their work okay um so it wasn't even necessary yeah it wasn't even necessarily a thing of like um it was it was purely numbers it was purely like bringing it along and saying like who who has the most space on your shelf like at the end of the day and yeah oh uh, nando uh and Mike both had like proper lists and names and going <laughs> through them and, and it was up in the hundreds. It was like it was big time. Like I was like, Oh, this is good. <laughs> this is stuff, really man. good. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. That's really is, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff, man. And what about the um, the comic? So are we gonna see the new issue soon or you just sort It of... should yeah. I'm gonna say it should be this year at some time. Okay. Um just with like I had loads of stuff going on at the start of the year and stuff, so just I I personally took a, just a wee break to not get involved with that kind of stuff, but got back into it. Drew a page um, the other day. Uh, I know Mike's God, Mike's churning out pages left and right. When we announced <laughs> it, he he knocked up like twelve pages right there and then and there. You know, yeah. Um, the covers coming together. I think Nando's and um, working on his just now. Um, Dave's knocked loads of pages together. He's actually sending across um, scripts to some of us as well to draw, and we've done the same to him. Um, oh, nice. Same with same with Mike as well. Like we've we've this is a real this is a real collaboration between all of us. This one, like properly, we've all got involved in all aspects of it. So even formatting the pages and stuff to go to print and all that kind of stuff like oh, we've cool. all taken it upon ourselves as opposed to having to you know lump it onto one of us and saying like take it into photoshop or whatever we've, we've all really learned off of each other yeah um so there's loads of that and and it's an all black and white issue as well oh nice oh good stuff man yeah, yeah. just keep keep it nice and keep it keep it simple keep it cheap and Hopefully we can get more pages out that way and not have to incur the cost of like color printing or anything as well. So, um, but yeah, school, we're just cool black and white. Early eighties yeah. indie comics, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. 
we are trying to keep it as DIY as possible as well. Like I will be going to printers in Dundee and asking them if I can work with them to try and get it oh, printed good. up. That's good, man. Keep it like yeah. yeah, try, yeah. Try, try, try our absolute best and, and just keep our hands on it as much as possible. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just trudging along. Um, we're in no no rush. Just like with the pod and stuff as well. Like it's I'm not tied to any schedules or anything. Like yeah. I would I, I just I can't be doing with the extra headache to be honest. <laughs> I, know Dave, I, I, I always say to Dave, "What you got coming out on the pod?" And he goes, "I can't remember. We've recorded a load." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's right in that respect. Like every time he says that, I was think, "Yeah, we have recorded a lot actually." Um, there is loads. There's there's absolutely loads, but um, it's just actually sitting down and going through them and picking at them. But like that, none of them are time sensitive. Yeah. If they were time, if they were time sensitive, I would just put them out right then. And yeah, there. you're not doing current links and current crowd exactly. You got you're very sub subject driven, which is great. You yeah. know. Yeah, which yeah. also makes it like an evergreen to go and listen to. I think sometimes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I can go back and listen to the JLA one, and JLI one, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get you, man. No, it's good stuff. Yeah, I always enjoy listening to that. And I always text you as soon as Mike says something about what he says. I like to text you. Exactly. <laughs> What's, I, I keep meaning to ask you, have you got, have you got um, further things that you're wanting to do with this? Yeah, well, interestingly, so I'm, I've got a line, I've got another one, Dave's suggested one. Um, oh, nice. I've got uh, Tom Curry and the Don, Richard Sheaf, they've suggested some uh, Euro goodness, so we'll be doing that. I've got to give them a date for that one. Um nice. Next week, actually, I was going to mention before we, we finish, next week is, thanks for asking, by the way. It's very kind of you. The okay. uh, Makes a change. but the Not for you, <laughs> but for some people. But the uh, <laughs> the uh, next week's our three-year anniversary. So um, me, and, me and Al were going to do a certain book, but it kind of we reread it and we both went, I'm nah, not sure. Um, and uh, so we're going to talk we're going to talk more generally next week about the three-year anniversary, which has come around oh, quick. Oh, brilliant. Man. Yeah, 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 that has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Years, wow. Um, and um, also probably talk about you know your podcast and the Earth Two Pod and stuff like that. I love listening to that Earth Two, the Earth Two guys. Oh, yeah. amazing, isn't it? Really Absolutely good, guys. amazing. Really, really intensive, nice bit of. And they put some editing in that. They, they've been doing some. I do like it when Pete as I now call him, does like yes. a, does like a lady's voice. I always say to him, I know. he did some ladies' voices on that one. Oh <laughs> my, oh my stars and garters. I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or when Mister Steele does like a menswear reference. Yeah. Yes, I think, oh, I, I, think I wrote the review on iTunes and included a reference to a Britpop band of some kind. Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I, lo- I honestly, I love hearing those two um, divvying up like who's going to do what. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll cover this one, and then somebody will end up inevitably with like a really Scottish accent. And they're like, yeah, well, why? Yeah. They're like, why is he Scottish? Like, we've 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 got far too many of them that have suddenly ended up with Scottish, like in the outtakes. And he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. sorry, fine, okay, I'll make him American. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do that. I think they're they're pretty good at those voices, aren't they? Yeah, they're really good. I would, I, I honestly, I would love to join them and do one. I would right. love okay. to do one. I've, you heard I've, it here, I've, folks. I've, I've, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I've hinted at it heavily, I think, with him before. Like, oh, if you ever need anyone, you know, they I do have your guest on, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to do one if they ever. I tell you, if if Aquaman's popping up anytime soon, I'd love to do Aquaman. I tell you, one hundred percent. Just, just putting it out there. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying to you, just between you and me, you know, yeah. not that this is. Uh, I'd love to do Lana Lang. I'd love to do Lana Lang. The only because her yes, first name reversed is more interesting. Um, do you get that one? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> That's, that is exactly why I went. 
Yes, you would love to do Lana. <laughs> Lana. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Yeah, good stuff, man. No, you've got a few things planned, a few things for the ACP. Um, I think Lovely. we've got the lady on from Lawless this week, I think, because Lawless is have, coming up and Dave Gibbons is also got, doing it. I keep meaning to ask, have you got any um, tribute stuff that's coming up? Uh, yeah, we've got an anthology, actually. Funny enough, while I've been talking, um, Adam just sent me a drawing from the one I've written for him in it. Um, oh, lovely. Which, um, I don't think we really talk about it yet, because I'm kind of... He'll tell me off if I talk about it too much. Ah, okay. But yeah, but we've got an anthology. That's the next thing coming up. Herg 5's cool. kind of written as well, but we sort of that's on the back burner at the moment. But so, uh, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, we've got an anthology with people we like in it as well, put it that way. Ah, okay. Yeah, which is quite interesting. Obviously, cool. we've got the DUI anthology coming up as well. That's uh, yeah, yeah. on the way. Helena sent me some images from page one for her story, which or our story, which looks great. Hmm. Um, I think, and I'm working on, I've pretty much written the sequel to Hidden Lives now as well. So that's the next project. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and Rachel that was that was that was tremendous. Up. That Thank was you. tremendous, very, by the way, mate. Very kind of you, mate. Thank you. The um, so we got that. Um, Rachel coming back for it, and also I've got um, quite um, a well-known South London cartoonist um, who I've interviewed on the ACP. There's a hint who who's actually asked to do a three pager in it, which is quite interesting. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you about that maybe afterwards. But yeah, and. Um, Tony Osmond too is in the is in the works. We're about eight pages. Hey, hey. In. Yeah, Biff Pilchard. <laughs> Biff Pilchard will be appearing as one of the main villains. Um, I'll let you. It's definitely not related in any way to any sixties pop star. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see? Did you see Cliff's image today? He's re, he's um he's done a an homage to a horror comic cover, which oh, is, has, has me holding Adam's head after having chopped it off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> Good stuff, man. And where can we find you on the social medias and all that sort of thing? Uh, thatcomicsmell.com. Cool. Um, that's all All your That Comic Smell needs. Um, I do have personal things, but who gives a shit about that? <laughs> Good stuff, man. Mm-hmm.